0: Why are some calling John Cornyn America last? It's February 13th, 2024, and these are your headlines. In the middle of the night, over the objection of conservative members, the U.S. Senate passed a $95 billion aid bill for Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan. Senator John Cornyn joined most Democrats and 21 Republicans in voting to pass the package. Senator Ted Cruz, meanwhile, voted to oppose the bill. Cruz expressed concern that the measure included no funding for border security along the U.S. southern border, which has been a sticking point for the House. He said it is important that Israel eradicates Hamas, that Taiwan remains resilient against China's threats and that Ukraine defeats Russia. He said I've consistently supported providing aid to ensure these allies are strong. However, we must defend our nation first. I will vote to support aid to our allies, but only after America's border is secured. No state bears the brunt of this burden more heavily than Texas, which is on the front lines of a literal invasion of millions upon millions of illegal aliens. That's what Senator Ted Cruz said following the vote. Meanwhile, Senator Cornyn, Texas's other senator, said, while he would have rather supported a bill with border security appropriations, the legislation still represents, quote, a renewal of essential American leadership. He said, I'm deeply disappointed that the national security supplemental appropriation failed to achieve a secure border. But in the end, if President Biden won't enforce current laws, I have no confidence he will enforce any new ones. We need to elect a new president who will enforce all our laws in order to secure the border. Still, I was supportive of all efforts to amend the bill to include tougher border security measures like HR 2, which Democrats unfortunately successfully blocked. He went on to say, in order to deter China's threats in the Indo-Pacific and win in any conflict, America needs cutting edge weapons and the capacity to quickly produce them. This legislation makes important progress toward that goal. It is interesting, isn't it, to see the dichotomy of not just Texas's two senators. I was having this conversation with Ken Webster earlier today that, you know, there's a number of states where this happens. You know, in Texas, you have Ted Cruz on one side, John Corn on another. In Kentucky, you have Mitch McConnell, Rand Paul. Utah, of course, has Mike Lee, Mitt Romney. It's interesting. Now, Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton criticized Cornyn's vote, saying, unsurprisingly, America last rhino, John Cornyn, has once again joined hands with the Biden administration to fund and prioritize foreign wars over the national security crisis at the southern border. And refraining from the issue at hand, Cornyn instead responded by accusing Paxton of, quote, pushing Russian propaganda and invoking the political prosecution against Paxton. The legislation must be approved by the House, where without border security funding currently attached to it, its fate is uncertain. Moving now to the Texas legislature, as preparations begin for the 2025 legislative session in Austin, The Texas Public Policy Foundation has announced its priorities for the upcoming session, including ending taxpayer-funded lobbying, expanding school choice, securing the Texas-Mexico border, and several additional policy issues for the next two years. These are the priorities that TPPF has laid out there. So, in order, ending taxpayer-funded lobbying. This, of course, has been a priority. uh, As part of the Republican Party of Texas's platform, legislation has been passed in the Senate before it's been killed in the House. Will this practice end? That's certainly one of TPPF's priorities for this upcoming session. Another one, empowering parents and institute education savings accounts. This is specifically the type of school choice program that Governor Greg Abbott has championed and that the Senate has passed again repeatedly and the House notably killed it. Now you have Governor Abbott out there endorsing against the Republicans, some of the Republicans anyway, that voted to kill education savings accounts. When the legislature meets next year, this will be a priority for TPPF. Securing the Texas border, certainly one of the top issues, especially as we see record numbers climbing and cross coming across the border. And you have the Texas House that killed legislation that would have created a border protection unit run by Texas to secure our own border. So security in the Texas border, another priority. Another one, eliminating property taxes and reining in local spending. Going on, their priorities include protect the public and solve crimes, make the energy grid more reliable, make affordable health care more accessible to patients, restore the proper mission of higher education, certainly timely given what we've seen at a lot of the universities across the state, Texas A&M, just to name one, pass a conservative Texas budget and promote responsible artificial intelligence reform tppf said these top 10 priorities are part of a larger liberty action agenda which includes more than 80 reforms that will be released in the coming months preparations for 2025 are only just beginning gosh i'm just getting used to talking about 2024 now we're talking about 2025 as the republican party of texas soon will be deciding its own legislative priorities for the upcoming session during their convention in may the Luke Messias Show is your access to what happens behind closed doors in Texas politics. Listen weekly to me, your host, Luke Messias, as I break down what is actually happening in conservative politics in the Lone Star State, a state that we all love and cherish. Listen weekly wherever you listen to podcasts. This show is a product of Texas Court. Lastly, speaking of the Republican Party of Texas, another candidate has announced their intention to run for chair of the Texas GOP. Ben Armenta, who ran unsuccessfully for land commissioner in 2022, made the announcement today saying, as a proud Texas first patriot, I'm announcing my candidacy for chairman of the Republican Party of Texas. He said, I'm raising my hand to say, I'll do the dirty work, the hard work, the urgent work. It's time we put together a strategy to rebuild our party not from the establishment on down, but from the grassroots on up. He went on to say his priorities would include closing the primaries, investing in and supporting candidates at all levels, increasing fundraising efforts and holding elected officials accountable. He said our state and the values we hold as Texans are constantly under attack from the radical left. We must be proactive in defending these beliefs to keep Texas strong and the Republican Party of Texas should be the leader in that fight. As chairman, I'm prepared to fight and defend Texas values. Now, Armenta joins current vice chair, Dana Myers, in announcing their intention to seek the position, which will be decided by delegates at the upcoming GOP convention. The current chair, Matt Rinaldi, took the position in 2021 after being elected by the state Republican executive committee to fill the remainder of then former chair Alan West's term. He was then reelected in 2022 at the GOP convention without any opposition. He's not yet formally announced whether he will seek re-election. Armenta, as I mentioned, ran for land commissioner. He finished last place, and last place in an eight-way primary, earning 3% of the vote last year, when, uh, or in 2022, I should say. When asked by Texas Scorecard for comment, Rinaldi said he did not know who Ben Armenta was. The convention will take place May 23rd through 25th in San Antonio. For more today's stories, head to TexasScorecard.com.